Leah gives him her ID, starts checking us in, uh, and he just seems pretty grumpy. And so once he's like checking us in, I'm like, like, hey, how's your night going? And then he just looks up and he's like, this place fucking sucks. <laughs> What's up, dudes? My name is Leia. This is Matt. Hello. And you're listening to a podcast where you get to hear our honest conversations on the road as we travel to all 48 continental United States. And welcome to Getting to Know Us. Okay, so where are we now and what are we doing? We're in Houston, Texas, because, well, I guess technically we're in South Houston, but we're on our way from Austin, Texas to New Orleans. We decided to cut out Houston, Houston altogether. Sorry, Houston people. We couldn't really find a place to stay. We didn't really want to pay for another hotel, and yeah, so we were just... We felt like we had Texas already. Right, we got, we got Austin. I feel like we met good people, and like we, got, we stopped for a meal in Houston and got some cool photos of it, so like I'm happy with that. But, uh, yeah, so pit stop in Houston and on the way to New Orleans, Louisiana, a.k.a. NOLA. Uh-huh. So it's 7.34 p.m. and we're getting there at past midnight, which I'm not very stoked on. Yeah. We should have left earlier in the day, honestly, but... We absolutely should have, but... We didn't really know. I mean, we thought we were going to Houston today. So, right. so I mean, like, that probably had some. We didn't even talk about going to New Orleans until like breakfast, which was like 9 30, 10. So, and it was 4th of July yesterday, so we drank a little bit. Right, it made us a little bit slower this morning. One of those big reasons why I'm not. And our tire. And our tire. Yeah, we, so we had a tire trouble, I guess, on the way to Austin. We kept getting a. Uh, flat, if you will. I guess it was low PSI because my car is high tech. It was like, hey, your tire is getting low. Uh-huh. So we kept refilling it, and then when I took it into a place today, they were like, oh yeah, you picked up a nail. Uh-huh. So I had to pay for a new tire. Cost like 86 bucks. And uh, now we're rolling. Rocking and rolling. Yeah, so this episode is going to be quite a hefty one, so... It's going to be not necessarily, like, hefty in time, but, like, it's good... It's, it's good. Story. It's good. This is, Lots honestly... Lots of exciting and this is juicy. things. Juicy items. This is the juiciest episode we've recorded so far. So, yeah. enjoy. So, let's recap Austin. So, before Austin, we were in Oklahoma. Right. We left there, and we arrived in Austin pretty late again. Yeah, we were in Norman, Oklahoma, uh-huh. and then we left around, like, 3, because we right. were kind of waiting for she was Mina. Mother, Mina to come back from work, because she was working. She's, right, we wanted way, to say bye. She's 80 years old, and she works full-time, so... She's amazing. She's a badass. I uh, just wanted to say that, but anyway, mm-hmm. so we drove from then from there and I think we got to Austin around like 12 11 30 in between 11 30 and 12 yeah so we, we looked up on hotels tonight where to stay right so uh, it's funny because we had so many different connections actually in Austin but none of them were working out um, just in, timing wise a lot of people were out for 4th of July yeah the main you know, person we want to stay with was Michael we talked about this before, but Michael Jembrowski, I believe is his last name. We met him in Europe when we were traveling through uh, Central Europe and Italy. And 
and uh, yeah, he, just he was so in Oklahoma. To be in Oklahoma for the fourth, and so the time that we would actually get to see him again, it didn't work out. He wasn't there, so that was so. So yeah, I was Matt was driving, I was in the passenger seat. This is on our way to to Austin. So I'm looking at hotels tonight. I'm looking at Airbnbs. I'm looking at you know all the different options that we had, um, and you know it didn't work out that we could stay with anyone. So I'm on hotel tonight. And this is the first time I think I used it really or booked through it. So I'm looking on there and for those of you who don't know what it is, it's an app that basically sounds exactly like what it does. You book a hotel last minute and they try and give you really good deals. <coughs> Excuse me. So go on Austin, I'm checking dates and I'm like, wow, okay, here's a Super 8, it's so cheap, it's 47 bucks a night, it turns out to be like, I don't know, like 110 bucks for two nights, for 4th of July. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Then there was also another deal that was uh, close by, like similar area, Double Tree, 50 bucks more. So it's like, ooh, should I do the $50 more one or should we go with the Super 8? You know, I don't need, I was trying to be stingy. Because yeah. we're in the beginning of our trip, and I was just like, you know. We stayed in a hotel once, we yeah. didn't want to stay in a hotel again, really, and so we're trying to just save as much money as possible. Right, so I'm like, you know what? Why don't we try the Super 8? It's fine. And it was close enough to the Double Tree that I, I, I didn't think twice about like where it was located. It was in Austin, it was fine, whatever. I didn't do any research really about the area or anything. So we book it. Then we get there around 11.30. We pull in and it's it's sketchy. You know, you just kind of pull in, you know, it's not like the best part of town, but we're like, mm, okay, you know, we'll still check in, we'll figure it out. We're so tired at this point, we just want to go to sleep. So we go to the front and it, immediately it's just like bad vibes from the beginning. You just pick up all the red flags instantly. You know, like we walk in and there's like this little like four by five room to kind of like pre-check in, if you will, um, to get let into the regular Right, body. they like buzz you in. Right, so they buzz you in. But there was this one woman that was working at the front desk. And Who saw us, but... For at least two minutes, didn't say a single thing to us, didn't, wouldn't look at us, and didn't acknowledge us, didn't say hello, and I was instantly like, well, this is kind of weird that she's completely ignoring us. And the phone was ringing, she didn't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, this is weird, and like, what if we were calling? She's not answering the phone. Mm -hmm. And then this other guy comes up, Dion, and he's like, here, I'll let you in. And he lets us in, buzzes us in. So we're like, okay, we're here to check in. Right, so then Leia gives him her ID, starts checking us in, uh, and he just seems pretty grumpy. And so once he's like checking us in, I'm like, like, hey, how's your night going? And he just looks up, and he's like, this place fucking sucks. <laughs> It's so and true. I, I was so taken back. I was like, I was so, I was like, what? I didn't think that was happening. I didn't think he was actually saying that. Yeah, and what? I was it? Like, he just said that, and I was, in my instantly in my head, I was like, damn, bro, he is fucking over this business. But then I was like, in retrospect, he was actually being a homie. But he started to be like, you're in the least safe neighborhood in all of Austin. Mm-hmm. He's like, so, this this neighborhood is unsafe. Like a yeah. lot of shit goes down. Blah blah blah. And he's being pretty intense the way he's. Saying, yes. You know? Very he's not intense. Being like, yo, just a heads up. You know, he's being like. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, so like, is it not safe? Should we not stay here? Like, is it okay that we leave our car outside? He was like, oh, your car yeah, should be I just, fine in the parking lot, but, he's, I, but 
but don't started. walk anywhere, basically. Yeah. yeah, and so then we're like, okay, so should we not stay here? And then I think his boss walked in right after I asked that question, and then he literally like flicks his nose, and it like kind of gives me like the mums the word, you know, don't say shit right now. That's my boss kind of vibe. And I was trying to ask though if we should stay there because it's like unsafe. And right. he was just kind of ignoring that. So then we just like got checked in, went back to the car to grab our stuff. And we were just like, damn, we have so much camera equipment with us. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we shouldn't even flash this on the way to the room. Yeah, I just, and I felt uncomfortable from the get-go. I was yeah. like, I don't feel comfortable showing how much stuff we have. You know, we didn't travel, we're not backpackers. Like, we have stuff with us, you know? Right. And that's honestly one of the challenges I feel like that we've been having is that, like, we haven't had issues anywhere else because we've been staying in nice enough places or at a friend's house. Right. But, like, we really... We have a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, we're definitely targets, if you will. Um, and so... So we Leia drop off our out. stuff. Yeah, no, so okay. before that, Leia is like, I don't want to, I don't even want to see Dion. I don't, I don't, I, I'm getting, I'm creeped out. Like, I am, I'm freaked out. And then like, I'll like, we're like, okay, I guess we'll just like go in through the back to avoid like making eye contact with Dion at the front desk. Right. And when we go through the back, we like see like one or two people, they pass us, pass by us. Um, one guy had like this towel sling, slung over his shoulder, which will be relevant for later in the story. But I thought nothing of it. He was like wearing flip-flops, seemed like he totally belonged. We go past him. And then as we're passing by the pool area, there's like a bunch of people are smoking, playing poker. It's like 12 a.m. Yeah, it's midnight, yeah. You know, it's late. And so people are just like, they're just getting the night started, you know, kind of vibes. And we're both like, all right, this is, uh, you know, it's just like a grungy vibe. Yeah, it was grungy. Um, it was pretty dank, like in the in the literal sense of the meeting that like, you know, it's dark and kind of humid as fuck. Um, yeah, it was just. But so then we walk in, we go up to our room and we put our stuff down and there's also like no smoking signs on all the doors, but the hall is just reek of cigarettes and weed. And so we're like, ah, well, they clearly don't enforce that rule. <laughs> yeah. Which was just another red flag that they didn't give a shit at that hotel. Um, and that it was pretty grungy. So then we're kind of like, this is really sketchy. I was really freaking out. Yeah, Leo was really freaking out. Uh, I was trying to see, like, can we stay here just for the night? Right, like, he, was, he was much more, like, practical. Like, it's not the end of the world. Like... It's fine, we should be okay, we can, you know, we should sleep here tonight, but like maybe move somewhere tomorrow. Meanwhile, I'm over here and I'm just like, I have the heebie-bejeebies. I'm like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable here. I just, something is off. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I felt like icky in there. Like, I really did. Right. So, we go out to the car because we're like, you know what? We're going to smoke some fucking weed and go to sleep because we need to like not be freaking out. And when we go to the car, we go back out the front because we're like, fuck it, we'll just see Dion, it doesn't matter. And we get on the way to the car, there's like three people. That guy that had the towel slung over his shoulder, standing like one car away from our car with two other women. And they're just like hanging out. They're just like hanging out and it's like, again, it was a lot of loitering vibes like, what are people doing? Right, right, right. So, and so I just, I, I made eye contact with the guy and I'm a really friendly person. So I was just like, I was like, how's it going, man? And he just looks at me, he's like, what's up? <laughs> and so I go, okay, cool. Again, another red flag after my friendliness. Um, 
So then we sit in the car, we actually, we grind up some kush, I pack the bowl and I was honest. Then the guy like walks up so that I can see him from this driver's seat that I'm sitting in. And so can Leia from the passenger seat. But so there, he's at like the front of his car and they're like one car over. So not right uh -huh, next to us, uh -huh. but one car over from that. And he's just like, it's so, it's almost like he's keeping an eye on us. So I'm yeah. like, Leia, is he looking at us? It was weird. It was, again, I felt very uncomfortable. I was like, what are they doing? And so then the, the female, one of them dipped out as soon as we got there. Right. The other one was now wiping down with like a professional looking cloth from a wash, uh, 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 like a car wash. And she's wiping down their car. And it's, it's midnight like, it's and also, this girl it's also spotless and yeah it's super late so i'm like hey why are they washing it their was car? so weird and so then we're like this is so weird let's just leave like let, uh -huh. let's drive away and like let's figure it out yeah figure this out so we we leave the parking lot and once we leave the parking lot we call my parents and i'm like hey dad like Here's the situation. We feel pretty uh, stressed out and not safe. Uh, what would you do based off of these red flags that we're seeing? And he's like, yeah, get out of there. <laughs> so we're like, okay, we're getting out of there. And uh, we called the Best Western because we're uh, Leia's a member for the Best, Best Western Club or whatever. And uh, trying to make sure that that was a safe neighborhood the two options that we right. had. Um, and we got like a little discount for being members and saying that we had this terrible experience. experience. So we got like 30% off, so shout out to Cash at uh, the Best Western Plus in Austin, Texas. Yeah. But but yeah, so then we So we back. left. So we left, and then we came back. After we called my dad, we went back to the hotel to like go grab all of our stuff. We didn't even take our camera gear out of the trunk because mm -hmm. we didn't want to flash it. Yep. Uh, we didn't want to be a target. Um, and we said bye we to Dion. Dion was like, "You guys seem like nice people. Yeah. So I'm just looking out for you." you know? Right, right, right. So right. we're like, "Okay, you know, like the way he said it didn't seem like he was looking out for us, but like he, he was. definitely was. He was. And then when we told him that we were leaving, yeah, he we was like, like, I just gave him the keys, like we're checking out. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then he was like, honestly, like I'm happy for you guys. No, he's like, like he's like, I told you guys. I know, and I was just like, okay, like, bye, forever. And then, but he was actually really nice. He's like, oh, uh, you know, like, I'll totally vouch for you guys when, when Hotel Tonight calls. Yeah, I have to call, like, actually. Get your money back, blah, blah, blah. So Dion was actually a homie, and, like, we found out it was a bad neighborhood, which we wouldn't have found out if he didn't tell us. And then we dipped out, and uh, everything ended up being okay. But when we went back to our car and we were packing it again, um, I was observing the car a little right. bit. And... I'm starting to think like, why was she washing cars randomly? So then I look at my rear windshield and there's like, my car is kind of dirty because we've been driving so much. And it's very clear, like wiping wash well, marks of a cloth. It's humid too. It's so, humid too. So the so car is condensation going down. And you, you can, can actually see if you wiped it. Right. You can see if you just touch the window, you know? And yeah. So I was like, dude, she fucking wiped down our rear and she wiped down the regular uh, windshield. Too. Mm -hmm. She was looking inside, and like we were told, we had a camera on the floor of the car mm -hmm. uh, in the passenger side, and like we had headphones sitting on the dash, kind of like we do now. And yeah, dude, like it was kind of our own fault, obviously, but it was a really unfortunate. We absolutely, scary yeah, we absolutely would have been 
huge target for them. And I think the guy was trying to like size me up. Which is oh, like, I think he was. Like, What's up? And, no, I uh, think he was. He was just kind of eyeing us, you know, and right. I was just like, okay. And were, when we came back from leaving, they were, they gone, were gone. And their car was gone. And then we told, we said it to Dion and like, he's like, oh, you're telling me nothing. I don't know. Da, 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 da. I know. Like, Jesus. All right. Yeah, then so we ended we left, up. Then we got to the Best Western and we like had the most huge sigh of relief when we got there because you could just feel like, ah. Much better neighborhood. And and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was scary and it was, it would have been different if we didn't have all of our camera equipment. Right, and we were just like random. I would have been fine to stay. Yeah, I would have been fine to stay there if we didn't have our valuables with us. Right. But it just, it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. It was, it was just, it was icky. You know, if you have a bad feeling, trust your gut. So the lesson that we learned that we preached to everyone else that we have already applied to our next location is to check the crime rate, like zones of that city to make sure that you're staying in like a safer part of the town. Very true. And every single city has like the crime rate, um, like maps on, on online. Just Google like crime rate in, Austin, Texas, for example, and you'll find uh, one of the websites that shares like those statistics. Oh, and then when we were when we checked into the Bass Western, we were telling Cash, he's like, "Oh yeah, I used to work over there actually for 11 years." Somebody, somebody, somebody got shot at a hotel near there in May, and we're just like, "Oh, like inside of the hotel." He's like, "Yep." I'm like, okay. Well, I am glad we are not staying over there. Yeah. So yeah, cheaper is not better. Check the neighborhood that you were staying in. I mean, this is this seems like common sense and I feel like it upsets me that I felt like it was my fault that I didn't look into this. But you know, when you're rushing and you're not thinking about it and you just wanna see a, a good price tag, you know, it could it could slip it could slip for anybody. Yeah. So it was just funny because Cash was like, you know, when they lower the prices that much, they're drawing in the wrong crowd. And then under my breath, I'm kind of like, and the dumb crowd. <laughs> yeah. So. But. That yeah, was that our was, crazy experience. That was the most interesting and frightening experience thus far. That was a huge challenge. <laughs> we had a lot of adrenaline. Uh, I had a lot of adrenaline. We didn't go to bed until like four. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, that was that was how we got to Austin. <laughs> then we slept in because we were so tired. Yeah. And then we ended up meeting up with our, well, we had to work. We had to work for a little bit. So, we you know. We finished a video for an right. event called Blunt Talks, which uh -huh. is a, a cool, like, cannabis event that my buddy Sam Zartashi puts on in Los Angeles and other places, too, actually, in California. But um, it's like a network. It's like TED Talks for Cannabis. And so different speakers will share their motivational and inspirational stories about their experiences to help people like not make the same mistakes and know kind of like where the industry came from and where it's going. Uh-huh. So we had to work on 4th of July, which was kind of a bummer, but we still had a lot of fun. We finished working around like 5. Yeah. And then we met up with our friend Kelly, who we knew from uh, the FBC, which is the Family Vacation Center, where... It's in Santa um, Barbara. It's in Santa Barbara. UCSB. Mm-hmm. And um, Matt worked there. Matt's brother worked there. I worked there for one summer. Basically, it's like a huge family camp. It's essentially a cruise on land. And you do it for a week at a time. And... 
there's like, you know, up to 50 families or so or plus that stay in the dorms that get converted into like a resort style. So it's a really fun place. It's super fun and it's a really it's really good customer service, if you will, if you're like attending as someone who's vacationing. So it's really nice because you just have like super hands-on people that are constantly trying to make you feel comfortable and uh -huh. happy and entertained. And the FEC is actually like our first client. Yeah, they were our ever. first like video ever first client ever and then like first video client because back they, in the day day yeah like it's funny that we one of our first clients was for like a, a video series because that's like what we essentially didn't keep doing and like now when after we've pivoted our company to the unreal stories which is why we're kind of doing this road trip and stuff we're now like wow those videos are actually still great example for yeah. what we want to do now <laughs> and like why didn't we pick up on that when we did that yeah but you live and you learn yeah so uh, yeah, we met Kelly, her friend Alex lived in a cool apartment in Austin. We had a little pool party, met some fun people. I ran into someone who went to Chapman. Which is funny because um, he was like, oh, you totally could have stayed with me in I Austin. Know. It was sad. I didn't I didn't know that Liam was from Austin. We we're, we're not like great friends. I interviewed him for like one feature article when I was working at the Panther, which is Chapman's like newspaper. Um, but yeah, so it was fun. We drank a lot of beer. We uh, watched some shitty fireworks from our rooftop. I'm sure they were better than we're saying, but they were just they like, were They were not the best. We, we should have gone downtown. Yeah, we're but, just kind of far away from them. But it's fine. Um, yeah, and then we met more cool people um, and just kind of had fun socializing. I feel like this was the first time that we were in like a party setting with new people. Right. It was fun. It was definitely like a... Nice. It was definitely relaxing to to talk to new people and not be right next to you every yeah. waking moment. It was um, nice. So yeah. It's nice to just chill and actually just like not think about trying to work. Yes. Yeah. Or like where it we're was going good. next. Yeah, it was good. And um, the place had free breakfast, which was very nice. Um, and uh, yeah, our Austin experience. And it was wasn't just a continental breakfast. They actually had some waffles. of the best, some of the best scrambled eggs. Honestly, I've had very close second to Ivan from Majiganja. Oh my God! Seriously, those, they are unparalleled. Those, I, I said they're better. Ivan's uh, eggs are unparalleled. I said they were better. You're right. Um, okay, so what did we learn? What did we learn on this trip? So, as a couple. <laughs> As a couple, oh, 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 we were talking about this earlier. Um, so we've been getting very frustrated at one another um, for a variety of different reasons. And so in order to get the anger, frustration out, at, for whatever reason, we have a couple of different ways of doing this, but a way that we found was very helpful recently is just screaming. Yeah. So Sounds crazy, but it works. I would just be like, you know, you're driving me crazy. I'm going to scream right now. And then I I won't I won't give you an example, but I ah! Okay. Like that. You're going to have fun editing that later. <laughs> So have fun with that. But yeah, you just, it's like you just get all that anger is just like inside of you and it needs to come out, you know? It honestly helps. I'm sure people at home maybe have done this once or twice. But man, if you 
can you can do it and not freak people out. It's good. It's real good. It's good. So it's good. so I think that has that has helped us. Cool. Um, we're, we're driving over some cool rivers here in Houston. Just uh, wanted to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. It's starting to get more green now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what we learned as a couple, I'd say. I think that's a good takeaway. Yeah, good, like, let it out and move forward. Right. And then I think as... Uh, and I think we learned as a couple, too, that on this trip specifically, like, when we go socialize, separating a little bit. Because I think I, we naturally do that anyways, but... I think but that's really... Like, it's a good tip if you're on a road trip with a single other person. You yeah. Know, like, you go socialize, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. with each other This guy over here is looking at his funny... No, he's on the phone. Oh, he is? I made weird eye contact with him. Okay. He's on the phone. Okay, anyways. So, that's what we learned as a couple. And then as business people, you know, we are just constantly trying to figure it out. It's... Yeah, I feel like this was tough. I didn't, we didn't really get an opportunity to take photos. Right. Anything because of the whole debacle that happened in northern Austin. Right. When we arrived. Right. But... Shit happens. It's okay. I think I think part of what we learned was like, well, let's not judge ourselves for not working and dealing with life, you know? Right. And like, okay, well, we want to take the fourth to like enjoy celebrating a little bit, blow some steam. So, I mean, like taking a break, I think, is important in business. Yeah. Because like, like, we're in a manic society living in Los Angeles. If you're living in New York, if you're living in really any metro town, you can be a part of like a manic Let's do business capitalism vibe and right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we learned to uh, enjoy ourselves, which I think is something that we know, but it's good to practice it. You know. Yeah. And 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 we uh, you know, we had a frustrating time editing this one video actually because my editing software I use Premiere Pro and it, it kept crashing on me when I was adding subtitles to this video and wow, I was getting frustrated, but. I'm generally a pretty patient when my software crashes, but like it just kept doing the same thing. And so like Leia stepped in for a little bit while there. Uh, but yeah, definitely being patient when your work doesn't seem like it's going your way. And then like once we delivered the video, the client that I delivered it to, which is Sam Zartoshny from Blunt Talks, and he was just like, dude, this is so sick. You did such a good job. I love it. Da 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 da. And that's another thing too, right? It's like, get it. We could have just delivered it without the subtitles because we were frustrated. Right. Um, and, and gone to go drink, but we were like, nope, let's dedicate this extra 45 minutes to finishing this or this extra hour. Yeah. And we did. And then Sam was super happy. We delivered it way closer and now, to what we said. And, and now it's done. And, and now, now we're finished. happy with it. Now it's finished. Now we're way happy with it. So putting in that extra little 300% when you really kind of feel like you're done or you want to just like, uh, you know, done is better than perfect. Right. Maybe sometimes that extra little bit of effort is, is helpful. I really do think it is. Yeah. So I think I think that was a good lesson. And then I think as individuals, um, we talked about how we need to research better neighborhoods. I will never do that again. Yeah. Um, That's okay though. Yeah. I, I think that was did, the main thing. What did we learn as Americans? People from Texas are really nice. Yeah. We also grabbed lunch with um, my friend Brooke.
that. Yeah, that was like super quick. That was actually, that's actually something funny too. And what we can talk about business wise is so, so, oh, okay. So then this morning the, the tire was flat. So we had to go get it fixed at a tire shop. So while that was happening, we're like, okay, hopefully like we can get lunch in this like in between time. So I end up talking to my friend Brooke who lives in Austin, was born and raised in Austin, still lives there, works at Oracle. And I was like, hey, let's grab lunch. Cause we didn't see her actually yesterday. So it's perfect. We met her at Oracle, got a tour of the building, which is super nice, really big, really modern, really cool. Um, and she, she was nice enough to pay for our lunch. Thank you, Brooke. Um, and yeah, Actually, we were, she didn't have to do that. I know she really didn't. Um, so we, uh, we were talking with her or whatever and she was like, yeah, I'll have you guys meet my team really quickly. And it was, you know, the day after 4th of July, so it's pretty dead, but there's still some people working there. And, uh, and we were worried about trying to get back to the tire shop, but Brooke was nice enough and knew that we would benefit from meeting all of these people. Right. So Brooke's just like, Hey, this, these are my friends. They're here from out of town. And like the vibe, road trip. right. And the vibe of everyone was like so awesome. Everyone was so interested in what we were doing. Um, I felt like I really liked their culture and they were just so receptive to what we were doing. And then we told them about Unreal Stories, like the types of videos that we make. And they were just like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, let me get your business card. Let me add you on LinkedIn. Like, oh my gosh, actually like, when I was working in Oracle in Chicago, like they need a vendor that makes documentaries, like blah, 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 blah. And it was just like, it was crazy because- yeah, it was actually this guy named George. Uh -huh. It's funny that he was doing, like George was like, oh, let me add you on LinkedIn. And then so I was like, cool. He's like, actually, there's this cool thing now. You can do QR codes to like follow Like the people. Snapchat code, but right, right. for LinkedIn. But yeah, QR code for anything. And then, and then you just scan it and then you're like, boom. You can add them really easily as a connection. And then I showed the other employees after we met George, and then they're all like, oh, dude, that's sick, and like right. super impressed. It was just pretty funny. Right. But I think, I think what we learned there is that like having an elevator pitch, which I mean, everyone talks about this, but it's good to be conversational and engaging in your elevator pitch because we really were on a time crunch and we basically yeah. told them about our lives and they were interested. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was cool. Um, Getting your elevator pitch down and concise, but like right. being able to share like the deep message of what you're trying to accomplish is super important. Mm -hmm. It seems like a, like a whatever, like, oh, that's obvious maybe to some people, but it really is helpful to get that down. Right, and I think the other thing too that in re in talking about like how we get these connections sometimes, like people ask me, Leia, how'd you get that client? Or like, how did you like get this? And a lot of the times it's something so random like this. Like I was visiting Brooke like at her work and she happened to introduce me to so-and-so who knows so-and-so. Like yeah. it really happens like that. It's, it's because, I mean, I've never read this book about how to how to win friends and influence people or whatever. Dale Carnegie. It's really. You should read that. You would like that. I think I would like it, but I, I know that essentially, I think I do this a lot naturally, but it's all mm -hmm. about just 
putting yourself out there, selling yourself 24-7, you know, I think my, I, I just, like I was saying, my personality is just like that, I think I just do that, but learning to be self-aware of that and harness it and use it when you're in conversation goes a long, long way, because that's, mm-hmm. that's, if you become friends with that person, you have a way better odd, a way better odds of them recommending you for work or whatever, right? right? If you become, like, humanity and morals and professionalism is the key mm-hmm. because once they trust you then their fear over trust like there's like a you know it's, it's competing their fear of you or their trust for you and like once the trust wins over that fear it's game over but right. that's just being a likable person in, your, in the way that you're interacting uh-huh other business things that I feel like we're trying to implement is always have business cards on you and then also try even people that you meet try and follow up with them like within 24 hours even sooner yeah but I say within 24 hours that's why I was talking about it Um, because it's when you're fresh in their mind and you know you can everybody can forget they'll be like oh yeah that person oh I don't remember who they are I never messaged them what's their name again but if you message them it's gonna be in their inbox it's gonna be in their DM it's gonna you can reference it way easier than if you just have a business card or you followed each other on Instagram and you did not start a conversation online yeah there's also like a scientific or psychological reasoning behind that because technically you need to tell someone something three times for them to remember it unless they're gonna like remind themselves another few times or uh-huh. something then there's of course ways for people to remember that way but if you say something to someone three times the odds of them remembering that is like a thousand times greater and so when you follow up with someone that's another reminder now of who I am here I am and also it makes you different than other people because anyone in their mother's like oh you have Instagram let me follow you right it's like you have so many people that that's happened with within how many of those people actually message you actually say hey what's up dude so nice to meet you you're the man I hope you have a dope-ass life fuck yeah and then that makes an impact people remember right right so I think that's a huge huge thing that we're trying to do and I think everyone should do when meeting new people yeah I think we just naturally do it a lot right but I think that's something that some people don't think about just like the thank you card some people just don't think right. about it I you know the, the follow-up messages is literally like a thank you card yeah of Except course it's just in a short interaction of course it's a hey nice to meet like it was great to meet you I hope we stay connected about blah right you know I mean there's no harm in that it, it only helps um and then where are we going now so we're, we're going, going to Houston so we've already no, about we're going to New Orleans. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. So to wrap this up, we are now on our way to New Orleans, where we don't have a hundred percent confirmed stay. We are trying to stay with strangers. Um, and this is funny because I texted. We were like, "Who do we know from New Orleans? Who do we know? Who do we? Who do we know? Who do we know?" So we messaged a bunch of people. Our friend Shane, who we also worked with, excuse me, at the FBC, went to Tulane, or goes to Tulane. Yeah. So I thought of this, and I was like, I'm going to message him on Facebook. So I messaged him on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, do you know of anyone? Are you there? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, I don't know of anyone, but you should post on this Facebook page. 
on like New Orleans classified or whatever. And I was like, okay. So I, I, I go and I try and be a part of this Facebook group. I honestly don't even know what it is. I'm pretty sure it's like freedom for sale. So I get approved and I'm like, okay, I'm going to post it. So I post a picture of me and Matt. I explain like we're in search of a couch, blah, 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 blah. And we actually get a lot of engagement on there. So we had a couple of people like offer to stay with them. And so we're kind of in between these two right now. Um, and we're getting in so late. I hope that one of them will be awake. No, I know for sure um, that one Giuseppe will be awake because he said he wouldn't be able to let us in until really late this right. anyways. So, so we don't know yet, but the power of Facebook. So we will be sitting with strangers, hopefully, most likely, save us some money. And now we have a few more days in New Orleans because we're not going to Houston. Right, so that's kind of nice. We probably even leave uh, New Orleans like a day earlier than we initially Exactly. Planned. And then it's like, boom, back on schedule from leaving a day uh, late. Also, side note, I'm very angry that I could not find a Texas magnet while we left. So I will be ordering it off of Amazon because I refuse to not have a Texas magnet. And there you have it. That's the tea. So thanks so much for listening. Um, this was getting to know us. I hope you got to know us a little bit better. Um, and please follow us on social media. Stay up to date with our lives on the road um, through Instagram at Livinislea, at Matt Meredith, and at Unreal Stories, which I still need to update. And it's at Cottonmouth Media as well for cannabis. cannabis related things along the journey. Also, Unreal Stories is at U N R E E L S T O R I E S. Unreal Stories like a reel, like you watch on a video. That's all we have for you on this episode, and we'll see you when we're leaving New Orleans. Bye-bye. Bye.